It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Monday, January 10th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the only day you're on the air this week, Shauna. It is. You're off on your cat skiing trip tomorrow. Yeah. So I'll be with you for the rest of the week. Um, it's warmed up considerably here. We're out of the deep freeze now. Thank the Lord. And I, I think- also was very nervous that I was going to be cat skiing in minus 30, which... We're doing three days of it, and I was like, that would be pretty cold out yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, I guess you get to warm up in the cat on the way up, it's right? True. So Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it was cold basically, like, right across Canada there for a bit. Yeah. And it's starting to warm up right across Canada. So crazy cold snap, and now a significant warm-up for pretty much everyone. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, on the show today, we're going to talk about names that pop culture ruined. Yep. We're going to talk about one of the strangest musical artists ever. We're going to talk about a funny way to declutter your house. People we know who have hooked up with someone famous. We've got a eulogy. But first... The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So the Chinook is rolled in. The Chinook we've dubbed Chinook Opa. Chinook Opa! It's a great one. We go alphabetically, and this year we're naming them after stores in Chinook Center Mall. Mm -hmm. Um, I was waiting... I was sitting around yesterday afternoon waiting for it to warm up, and it was kind of late getting here. because, yeah. Like... Around two thirty, I was. We wanted to go outside, but it was still showing like minus fifteen at environment with Environment Canada out at the airport. Yeah, and it was still cold around our house too. And I was like, huh, I wonder if, uh, I wonder if any of the other parts of the city have warmed up yet. So Environment Canada also has a weather station at COP. So I brought that one up, and it was showing minus three. So a twelve degree difference between the airport. And Canada Olympic Park there. Which, to be fair, even without a Chinook, there's a huge difference between those two temperatures sometimes, which is yeah, so crazy. That is but. true. And then I looked at this other app I have called VentuSky, which is really cool because you can zoom in kind of anywhere and see what the estimated temperature is. And in the far northeast of the city, like the northeast leg of Stony, it was showing minus 12. In the far northwest, it was showing plus 6. Oh, yeah. That's an 18-degree difference in the same city. Yeah. That's wild. It's insane. That is absolutely wild. It's always so fun to drive into the city when a Chinook is rolled in because when you do that, you start seeing the temperature go up as you get closer and closer. <laughs> and I remember the one time it was basically every 20 seconds go up another degree and it was like minus 30 or something and I was driving in and every time you're cheering, you're like, yeah, there's, an- there's another one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just on my drive in today, I started at plus five, went to minus two, then plus three. Then minus seven, and now I'm at minus four. Really? And that was from High River to here. High River to I'm Calgary. Just coming into Calgary and seat right now. So on Friday though, going south on Highway 22. Yeah. I was minus 21. I crested a hill, came over the hill. My entire vehicle fogged up, but I went to plus two. What? In like 200 meters. That's, that's insane. Crazy. <laughs> that's... It was. It scared the absolute shit out of me because I couldn't see out the windows. <laughs> and I, I looked down to up the defrost, and I looked, and it was plus two. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. That's exciting when you see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess it started warming up over overnight last night, and now we're expected to hit six today and eight tomorrow and nine on Wednesday, and then it's nice, like... You always know a Chinook's week. coming in when it warms up overnight, too. That's yeah. the other strange thing that we get to experience here, because that never happens, right? And that sunset last night. Yeah. You saw that, you're like, oh. here we go. Beauty. Here we go now. All right. B and S in 20 minutes or less. Not sure if you saw this over the weekend, Beckler, but the government of Alberta is eliminating traffic court. Mm-hmm. So instead, they will mail you your tickets. Uh, and if you want to dispute your fine now, it could cost you up to $150 to do so. 
So people aren't ex- exactly happy about this. Non-refundable money either. Yeah. I think like if you like, win or lose in court, you pay that fee. Which so cut. <laughs> Kind of goes against the whole innocent until proven guilty thing. And people don't feel that this is justice. Yeah. To say. I mean, I saw this story last week, and the only reason I didn't bring it up on the air is because I didn't really have anything to add to it. Like, I don't know who could look at that and think that would be okay. I know. Like, yeah. In our society, you don't pay for the right to defend yourself in court. No. This is the government's okay. way of trying to fix the backlog of traffic infractions. Oh, okay. This well, is- then it's... This is why. This is their reasoning. And it's okay. Yep. Also, you have a shortened amount of time now to dispute your tickets, even still. Like, you can phone and do that, but now it's down to seven days versus before where it used to be several weeks, which, for me, I don't even check the mail no. in seven days. Like, it, that window will come and go, and I'll not even know that I have something to dispute. And like, again, that's just assuming that you are in a situation where you could drop everything, yeah. pay this money, and then go to the court to fight. Like, again, it's going to yeah. disproportionately hammer lower-income people, and no. it's just... I know. I, I honestly can't believe it. But then again, there are lots of things that I can't believe lately. It's so. true. <laughs> um, and I was thinking maybe we, we, we should eulogize traffic court. I guess so, yeah, because I mean, most of us have probably had an experience with yep. traffic court where you go and you sit there in the mm-hmm. room for two hours waiting for your turn. So I was and, thinking, and I mean, it, we're obviously all a bit upset to see it go, so I think we it deserves a proper like send off. Say a few words about traffic yes, court, please. Shana. We're gathered here today to remember traffic court, the place where you could go after you had a bit of a road whoopsie, you know, whether you were caught speeding or. Perhaps caught failing to come to a full stop at a stop sign. Maybe you got caught tailgating, but not the fun kind where you have some drinks before the stamps game. (laughs) Now, this was a place where you didn't necessarily want to be, but a place where you could maybe get a fine reduced or at least give it a go if you think you were wrongly accused. Good place to people watch, too. Oh, yeah. Great place to people watch. (laughs) It is no more. Now disputes have to be made over the phone and physically showing up to court doesn't exist. Our ill-fitting dress pants are sad. Where will they be worn now? <laughs> we'll miss you, traffic court. Or at least the chance to go to you. Beckler, do you have... Yeah, I wouldn't say I'd, I'll miss court. traffic yeah, court, not, but I mean... You just need... You should have the option. Exactly. Right? That's it, right? The option's gone. She's got a ticket to fight. Yes, she does. She's got a ticket to fight. She does. DNS in 20 minutes or less. I just read this yesterday and I was very sad about it, but the Saskatchewan Winter Games have been canceled. Did you see that? No. As a Sasky that you are, I thought maybe you'd be up on this. Uh, I don't exactly know what the Saskatchewan Winter Games are. All I could imagine is what that might entail. And of course, my mind started to, to wander a little bit. I was like, what is this? Like, is there a tracker pole involved or... Spelling B for the names of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Some sort of race down grid roads, maybe. Sled brap competition. Yep. <laughs> who, who can withstand a minus 50 wind chill for the longest yeah, out there? Yeah, just standing or? with your face in the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be the first to <laughs> Contest of how many pill you can diesel while still driving? Oh, no. Just not kidding. The, not the just, drunk driving just kidding. contest. Just <laughs> Who can love the most cousins, or... <laughs> Who's got the oddest cousins? Yeah. Who's got the longest <laughs> list of cousins crossed off? Oh, oh, oh no. Sorry. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Do you know anyone who's hooked up with someone famous? The reason I thought about this is last week on our show, we, we played a song by Young the Giant. And I was like, didn't one of our friends plunk one of the guys? And yep. Young the Giant. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean. I thought I remembered that correctly. I was like, I'm pretty sure she. 
Yeah. She plunked him. But. I feel like with our industry, there's quite a few people who've hooked up with different musicians. As weird as that sounds. Like a friend of mine hooked up with Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction. Really? Yeah. Oh. It was a while back. I, I feel not, like there's I have lots. not hooked up with any musicians. No, me neither. No. no. I find... Yeah, I'm sure I have more. I feel like everybody I know is hooked up with an NHL player at some point. Yeah, in Canada, I think that's that's kind of like a citizenship test. Do you know anyone who's hooked up with an NHL player? Yeah. All right. Okay, you're in. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Trying to think. When I was growing up, it was like that with Jacob Hogard from Headley, too, before all the bad stuff. Yeah, definitely. Everyone everyone knew someone who hooked up with Jacob Hogard. That's pretty funny, too. Uh, (laughs) A friend of mine hooked up with Corey Monteith of Glee fame. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, I know a guy who, uh, he works in radio, and years and years ago, he hooked up with Jamie Presley. This was like at the height of oh Jamie Presley's hotness, too. Damn. Which is, that's like almost, I didn't really believe it until another friend confirmed it. I was yeah. like, no, he didn't. No. Like, yes, he did. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Well, then. Well, that's most impressive. Yeah. A friend of mine did something weird with Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. I wouldn't say, I don't think it was a full hookup, but like... <laughs> something weird? They got into some some weird stuff, like <laughs> they had like a weird central massage. Like something weird happened with her and Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys, which I We've remember hearing that, that and was like, what? We've always joked that like, um, it seems like almost everyone has smoked weed with the Trailer Park Boys yeah. at some point. Yeah, she got a little deeper in than that. This- <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was watching the series Stay Close on Netflix recently, and a store sign popped up that said Hannibal's Animals. And the minute I read that, I was like, oh, I, I would not buy something from that store. Clearly a deranged serial killer who likes to eat humans is in control here. <laughs> but I was thinking about that. I was like, Hannibal is one of those names that has been completely ruined by the movies. Like Hannibal and Clarice are two names that I don't think you ever will see very often again. And it's because of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Um, there's a comedian named Hannibal Burris. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Wow. Which I don't is great think of a, a serial killer when I think of him. Mm, so that's fair. Okay, good. Well, he's one guy who got away from it, but because the name originally is it's an old like was it Greek or Roman name or I don't even know the origin. It's a of historical it, name, right? It is. Yeah, but you just you don't you don't really hear it anymore. Nope, it's been I, ruined. I got thinking about all the other names, like the top names that have been ruined by whether it's TV or movies or mm-hmm. even just mass media as a whole, and I would say those two names might top that. Like Hannibal and Clarice. Yeah. Like, I could never hear Clarice and not think of Silence of the Lambs. Were they super common before that, though? Mm, that's fair. No, probably not. Yeah. But that kind of solidified it for them. Like the the name Ariel, I think, is forever going to be ruined by The Little Mermaid. It's funny because there was a high school in my city where, like, growing up, where, like, half the girls were named Ariel. I'm pretty really? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so their parents were really into The Little Mermaid then. Yeah, I guess they, so. got inspired it's by that. It's a pretty that. name. It's a very pretty name. It is. I was Like, Homer? I mean, I don't know how popular the name Homer was before, yeah, but... Well, that one might be one of the biggest, yeah, because Homer was, like, a fairly common name yeah. prior mm. to The Simpsons, and now that is the first... Like, even... I, I, I don't know if this is my own thought or if I read this somewhere, but think about, like, Homer who wrote The Odyssey. Yeah. And is like was the most famous Homer for you know however many thousand years, and, and then, then the Simpsons, came. and now now it's Homer Simpson. So I mean, Marge is the same. Like I can't hear the name Marge. I my mom knew a woman named Marge, and she hated it because everyone's like the Simpsons. That's all mm-hmm. we think of when we hear that name. It's crazy how that can do that, right? Like, same people with kind Bart, of avoid that. probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bart, Bart is a more common. You're right, Archie. 
Are you thinking because of Archie Bunker or because of the comics? I was thinking the comics, but oh. I mean, I suppose Archie Bunker is one, so. Yeah, yeah, people just aren't naming their kids Archie as much anymore. No. Not many little Archibalds running around. Not a whole bunch of Archibalds running around, <laughs> no. It might be Homer, like in terms of like the name that. The most ruined name. Yeah, because yeah. I don't even think, like, would any parent name their kid Homer right now, knowing that, you know, Homer Simpson is like one of the most recognizable probably TV not. characters ever? No. So, yeah, that name is probably done for a bit. <laughs> probably a good long while, too. <laughs> we got some messages. Someone said Adolf, but like, that wasn't pop culture, right? No. So, and that's why Adolf is definitely, and we've chatted about that yeah. before, that name is definitely ruined. But I mean, for pop culture, it's kind of different when it's just a movie, like a fictional something that's Agreed. ruined a name. Then we got this text, though, and I think this person has a case for maybe having their name ruined the most. Said, uh, my name is ruined forever and I get bad jokes for life. Signed, Alexa. Oh, wow. And that's a new one, A new, perfectly good name until just a few years ago. Same with anyone named Surrey. Yep. Oh, that's going to be for ruined, yeah, forever ruined. No way for your parents to foresee it. And I like the name Alexa a lot. It's a beautiful name. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You might win. You might win. Yeah, I think you win. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Got a message here that says, My wife was born in 82, so before The Simpsons, but had to live many years with the name Lisa Simpson. So she finally got married and got that monkey off her back. Yeah, that's... Oh, man. Perfectly good name for about eight years there. Yep. And then... Someone comes along, okay? (laughs) Wasn't her fault. Not her fault. And then Rob said, what about the name Karen? Yeah. We had a couple people mention Karen, and I was like, you're right, that name has been ruined by pop culture. Although I find the Karen jokes are finally, I think, slowly starting to fizzle out, so that name might return. I hope so, because they felt really lazy. Yeah. Um, and my, you know, my mom is named Karen and was unaware of the meme, and I had to be the one to explain to her oh. that your name now means... What's the word I'm looking for? I know, yeah. A I bitchy white woman, basically, I, right? Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, and I also would like to give credit to the Karen that works at my um, property management company. She's lovely. Okay, she's her, trying her best to. Yeah, she's very nice. Name and her name is Karen. I'm like, good. You know what? You you are the type of Karen that we need so that people can stop making the bitchy white woman Karen jokes. V and S in 20 minutes or less. You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. There was an opinion piece in the Calgary Herald on Friday by Alicia Corbella about the situation with the arena deal falling through. I saw this. Yeah, did you read the piece? I didn't. Uh, well, she was talking about when the Winnipeg Jets moved from Winnipeg the fir- first time back in 94. Or before that? Sure. I don't um, know what year it was. But she was saying, like, you don't have to look very far to see what happens when a city loses their team. And the message was basically that, you know, it could happen here with the Flames. And that's why I didn't read it. I saw that <laughs> and was just like, I don't I don't think there's a comparison at all. To be honest, I don't think the Flames are going anywhere. But so moving I on. I don't either. Like, no matter how you feel about the arena deal, whether, like, you know, who's at fault for it following through, whether or not it should have been funded in the first place, mm-hmm. like, I think... It surprised me that so many people think that that's a legitimate option, that the Flames would move. When I saw that article, I was like, is this the NHL just trying to, again, keep fear in, you know, like instill fear in this city? Because honestly, I was just like, I don't, where are you going to put the team that's going to be more profitable than here? That's exactly it. Like by attendance, the Flames are perennially a top 10 franchise, even in years when they're not a good team. Yep. 
So that's going to be hard to find somewhere else. There are so many teams that are struggling to make money in, in markets that just people don't support them. And I'm like, why would you move the Flames from a market where they make money, they do well? A diehard hockey market to a place where hockey is untested. Right. Like, it so, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. The other thing is, that, you know, with the Seattle Kraken, when they came into the league, the, the ownership group paid $650 million as, like, an entrance fee to the league. Also so, outrageous. You know, if the league wanted a team in Kansas City or Houston or Quebec City or Portland or Milwaukee or any one of these candidates, yeah. why wouldn't they just grant them a team and collect that huge fee as opposed to moving a current and successful team to try there. That doesn't make any sense, does it? No, that doesn't make sense either. And so I I read the article because I was like, I wonder what arguments she's making. And it's funny because I think think she like inadvertently landed points against herself, like against her own argument because she was saying that when the Jets finally came back to Winnipeg, the city was overjoyed and season tickets sold out in like 17 minutes or something. And I remember when that happened. I remember the excitement around the Jets returning to Winnipeg. So, I actually went to a game, I think, one of their first first games. Yeah, and she, I was like, so, and she said, you know, the new Jets are so popular and everything. I was like, yeah, the league isn't going to make that mistake twice. They're not going to move a team out of a, a Canadian city where hockey is huge. Yeah. To try it somewhere else, realize it. I mean, look what look at the old Jets. Yep. The Arizona Coyotes, who are at risk of not being a franchise anymore. So, yeah, I don't, it just. Why would you do it again? It makes no sense that. The team is not leaving. No, and no matter how you feel about the arena, I think we just need to take that talk off the table because they're yep. not going anywhere. Mm-mm. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A Facebook group I'm a part of posted this, and I think it's absolutely hilarious. It says, if you want to declutter your house, just bring a random item to your friend's place and hide it in an appropriate place every time you get invited over. For example, bring a book. Put it in your friend's bookshelf without them knowing. Just let it go. I am so going to start doing that. I'm going to fight it, fa- find an item that I want to rid of in my place that would fit the decor of my friends' places. And every time I get invited over, I'm going to put it somewhere where it looks like it belongs. <laughs> and then I'm going to check when I come back next time to see if it's still there or if they had a very perplexing conversation at some point as to where did this come from. As a means to declutter your house, I don't see it being very effective unless you're, you're so slow. social that yeah. you're like at someone's house twice a day mm, it's but true as a fun game to play with your friends yeah absolutely yes especially if they're if it's like a couple that you're going to because then they're going to argue over yep. who put that there and who bought it and absolutely. neither of them did but and you could make it something slightly more questionable <laughs> not something that would you know really get them into trouble but something right. where you're like what? i'm not gonna leave like like panties no <laughs> no you're not gonna some worn panties like, no. no not anything like that but yeah just something what is honey what is this what what are you I doing don't know. with I this i didn't buy it did I, you no. Well, well one somebody of us, did. One of us must have. Someone must have. That's just me just <laughs> sneaking around. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was listening to this podcast about Prince and what a strange fellow he was. Which we all kind of know, but it's always fun to hear the stories. Yeah. Too, like, oh my, yeah. And that, that's exactly it. I knew he was a bit a bit of an odd character. A bit but of an this odd was duck, yep. 30 minutes of nonstop stories of just how strange he was at times. Fantastic. Like they said, there was one time where he, a lot of it I think was just like, I don't know, ego, narcissism. Like there was a tour that he had where he, he didn't want anyone to look him in the eye. And if anybody on the tour looked him in the eye, they were fired. I remember hearing about that, which is crazy. <laughs> or like there was another tour where he decided he didn't like the smell of cigarette smoke. And anybody who smelled like smoke was kicked off the tour. And this is a rock and roll tour wow. in the 80s. Yeah. So 
All right. Everyone smelled. Oh, everyone. Like smoke, right? Yeah. Was kicked off the tour. There was another time he was in a, he was in the back of his limo, and he called his manager to call the limo company to call the driver and tell him to turn down the air conditioning. Because he didn't want to tap on the glass and wow. speak to the man himself. So okay. there's like like those those are like the real narcissistic stories and stuff. But some of them were like genuinely whimsical. Like apparently he rented this house in L.A. for a while. He rented it from an NBA player. They didn't say who, but Prince painted purple stripes on the outside of the house, and he changed all the carpets to have his monogram. And then he did something to the water system so that all the water in the house ran purple. And when the owner got the house back, they were so upset, and Prince just wrote him a check for a million dollars and said, you deal with it. Oh, my God. That's the kind like, of stuff, like, oh, they, man. The the podcast host was describing him as the Willy Wonka of music. Yeah. And it's, like, he kind Sounds of, like it. He kind of was, wasn't he? That like, is phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it's funny because, you know, you hear these stories of rock stars and stuff in the past and the, the crazy things that used to go on, mm-hmm. and that doesn't really happen anymore. No, and everyone's just so accessible all the time. Yes, and you just like, don't make the same amount of money where you could just do all that and then just <laughs> leave a check for a million dollars and be like, here you go. And it's all documented on social media and stuff. Like For a lot of these, these old rock stars, like what they gave you in an interview was all you'd know about them. It's right? true. The rest was all like myth and legend, and it's not like that anymore because everyone's got... Instagram and everyone's yep. on. So if you were to have done that today, okay, painted somebody's <laughs> house in stripes and changed it, the water to be purple, it would be all over it'd social be a media. Big story. It would We'd be all massive. talking about whether yep. or not it was right to do. The strangest thing about Prince to me maybe is that he was from Minnesota, that which is. is basically Canada. Yeah, he seems like he should be from some. It's true. Exotic place, not like Minnesota. But again, if you are in that world for your entire life, you don't really know what reality even means. Like he wouldn't know what it would be like to be a normal person. Just to be a normal, yeah. Like the longer you stay in there and the longer you're kind of secluded from others, I think you kind of create your own reality and you become Willy Wonka. There was a story, I guess him and Michael Jackson didn't like each other. Another strange fellow. Yep. And (laughs) Prince was really good at ping pong and they were at Prince's house playing ping pong one time. And Prince was getting mad because Michael wasn't good enough. So he like smashed one off him and then Michael stormed out. I was like, imagine standing there watching that. Oh, You're watching man. these two basically aliens. Yep. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> As a man, you'd really have to, like, they're, uh, the truth is stranger than fiction. You'd be like, oh my God. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Here's a TV trope that I've noticed recently. That in a lot of movies and TV shows, characters will be working out either at home or at the office, and then somebody will arrive and they will just continue to work out. Whether it's running on a treadmill or doing some bicep curls, they'll just keep on going, you know? Like if I'm working out at home and somebody were to knock on the door, I would not just yell, come on in and continue my workout. Would you? Even if you were in the zone? No. Some stranger comes to drop off cookies. (laughs) Your neighbor is like, here, here's some cookies. He like knocks on the door and you're like, no, come on in. My time is too precious to stop right now, but come and bring those in here. What yeah. if you're really Doors feeling open. your sweat? No, you wouldn't. Even still, you wouldn't do. That seems a bit rude, <laughs> does it not? Like, I wouldn't know. I don't know anybody. Who, and they'll, like, be grunting and sweating, and then they'll just be, like, talking at the same time, just continuing right on. I don't think that that would actually happen. You don't think life. so? No. Well, some people are pretty, like, there are people that jog at stop at walk lights. Like, uh, you're right. Because they don't want to let their heart rate go down. I've always joked, like, my brother is so serious about his fitness that 
if my funeral was scheduled during one of his workouts, he'd be like, well, I'll have to watch. I'll have to watch the video later because I need to go to the gym. That's so. fair. And I suppose you just ignore them then. Maybe you wouldn't answer the door, but you wouldn't just be like, doors open. Come in. Find me. I'm on the treadmill. I actually looked into this, though, and it's basically part of what they call fan service. And all it is is an excuse to show a dude without a shirt on or a woman in a sports bra, uh, a little sweaty, okay. and to show some extra skin. So even I the, get it. Yes, yes. Yeah. There's another actual term for it that they use as well. Poor man's porn. They just say when when half naked people are all sweaty and working out on TV, that's what they call it because they're doing it for you. They're doing it because they right. know that the fans want to see a sweaty jacked man without a shirt on or it's a true. sweaty lady with a sports bra on doing some sit-ups, that kind of thing. Like we just finished watching the Thor movies and I forget which one of those movies had like Chris Hemsworth is just shirtless yeah. for no reason for quite a while at one point. And I was like, this is gratuitous. But then you remember that people, they pay money to go to the theater and damn it, they want to see Chris Hemsworth without a shirt on. They'd be so, disappointed if they didn't do that. <laughs> that's right. And I mean, that's not new. Go back to like Bond girls and course, stuff, right? Yeah. Like it's it's not new. So but. that's why these workouts are kind of shoehorned in there like that. It's like <laughs> they want you to do your bicep curl while talking about an important plot because they know you just want to see the big biceps and the guy without a shirt on. So, Jeez, I wish people paid to watch me work out. That's 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 goals. That's where you want to get to. That's your future there's right someone there. Someone pays yeah. to watch you work <laughs> out. Poor man's porn. Yeah. VNS <laughs> in twenty minutes or less. I was talking to a friend who is a teacher in another province where the kids are also going back to school today. And he said he wasn't too worried about being back in the classroom, mm -hmm. except for the fact that there are no substitutes available. My sister was telling me about this as well. She's a teacher in BC, mm -hmm. but she was saying that there, basically, parents are going to have to phone every morning and see if the school is open or not. All Be the parents? Because, because if they're short, they're going to have to just close the school certain days because if they don't have any subs and they don't have enough teachers to fill, they were saying they're just going <laughs> to shut and it's going to be last minute and parents are going to have to try and figure it out every morning if their kids are actually going to be able to go to their school or not. Seems like there could be a better system than that. I'd like, say so. Maybe some sort of text or email thing where it's like... you. Yeah, you, and I'm, you, I'm assuming they'll probably have to send some sort of email blast out, but then parents will have that responsibility every morning to make sure that they know, right, if their kids are going or not. I was just like, holy... Maybe radio stations need to step up again. The following classrooms are closed. Yeah, you know? that can be just our like we job. we used to do in winter storms yep. and stuff. <laughs> oh, man. We're back, baby! Yeah. Um, but this friend was saying that their plan there, if they don't have any subs and a teacher is sick, they might just have a librarian step in. Or a TA. Mm. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's better than nothing. It's better than nothing, right? Yeah. It's better than, like you said, last minute telling the parents yeah. as they're driving to school, oh, hey, but by the way, your teacher's sick. There's no school that's today. That's just it, right? Like, yeah, then that's a better run, option. What if you run out? What if the librarian's sick? What if the TA's sick? Then do you, you go to the ne next keep, keep line. the janitor? <laughs> He's teaching the class. You're going to want to mix one part bleach to 48 parts water, okay? Everyone writing that down? Yeah. The guy fixing the HVAC system? <laughs> the, the vending machine guy? Yeah. Hey, Jerry, <laughs> once you're finished refilling the Kit Kats, would you mind just stepping in there? Or? Stepping in, <laughs> taking third period? What do you think? Oh, man. I mean, if we get in a jam, like with teacher shortages, maybe a rotating roster of people from the community isn't a terrible idea, right? Come Parents and, waiting to pick their kids up. Hey, you're here anyway. Tell us some more stories. Get in there. Tell us some stories. I know you're in your PJ still. It doesn't matter at this point. Which, I mean, stepping in front of a class like that seems like the yeah. most intimidating thing in the world, doesn't no it? No kidding. So, all right, teach these kids. You're like, oh boy. I mean, again, I suppose that's slightly better than closing the school last second and making parents figure that one out.
can always just play heads up seven up, right? Yeah, that's that's all you need. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. Until January 15th, enter to have House of Cars wipe out your debt for free. No strings attached. Visit houseofcarscalgary.com. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS and 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.